Have you been struggling in your relationship? There could be more to it than meets the eye. Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Colina. For years, I was in a very toxic relationship, which I didn't recognize as abusive until the day I left. Let's take a look at the abusive patterns and behaviors to tear down the walls that could be holding you back from moving forward and living your best life even after abuse. Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Are you ready to get started? Well, hello there, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. Today, we're going to be talking about you will never feel good about yourself till you leave the narcissist, that is. When you are in a narcissistic abusive relationship, you are with a person that has only his best interest in mind. While you might be trying different things to feel better, and that might start to work just fine, but the longer you stay with this person by your side, day in and day out, whatever you're doing is probably going to fall to pieces again. You can't get well in the same place that you got sick. You can't get better if you don't move away from this toxic abusive relationship. When you are in a narcissistic abusive relationship, this person will not think of you or give you what you need because this is all about supply for them. Being with a narcissist is very hard and it's very draining. It's going to drain you physically, emotionally, spiritually, in every which way possible, because you're going to be trying so hard to make it work. You're going to be trying so hard to fix the relationship. You're going to work very hard to fix them. And at the same time, you're going to be trying really hard to fix what you think is wrong or what they make you think is wrong with you. During the whole relationship with the narcissist, you're going to start to feel like it's very draining and it's very heavy. You're going to start feeling less and less of yourself. In a narcissistic abusive relationship, the main thing is to make you feel bad because they found you and you provide the supply that they need. They also don't like the things that you're good at. A narcissist doesn't like your strengths and they will use them against you. The narcissist likes you for certain qualities that you have, but then at the same time, they hate you for them and they're going to make you pay for you having these qualities over them and not having any of them. One of the things that they can't stand is you having empathy, seeing the way that you react around other people because they cannot understand how that works. They can try to mimic that same way they do when they love bomb you. They imitate everything that they know should be done to hook you into the relationship. But once they have you, it's all done. But then it only happens when it needs to happen. That is when you realize the relationship is going bad. When you're coming out of the cycle of abuse, they need to be good again before they can be bad again. And it will always be a cycle where you're having your ups and downs constantly. The problem with this is you're going to feel good in certain moments and you're going to forget that you're feeling bad all these other moments. And that's why for the past month, month and a half, I have been mentioning how important it is for you to journal. Your brain does not remember these kinds of situations because the brain is working very hard to protect you. You're in a very toxic environment and it is emotionally poisoning you. Being in this type of environment will only keep bringing you down. If you're not sure if you're in an abusive relationship, 
you can go to RaquelKalina.com forward slash toxic. I have a free guide for you where you can look for 11 signs that you're in a toxic relationship. If you already know that your relationship is abusive, there is no more to know than knowing that you need to get out. And I am not talking about getting out tomorrow because I also know from experience that when you find out it is an abusive relationship, you don't leave the same day because you can't always leave the same day. You need to look for a home. You need to figure out what you're going to do with your kids, how you're going to tell your family so you can get support if they will actually give you support, how you can tell your friends so they can also be your support system and look for somebody to help you through the process. Leaving an abusive relationship does not happen overnight, and I understand that. But when you find out that you are in a relationship that is less than desirable, that it's constantly breaking you down, at the same time that you're trying to build this person up while they're breaking you down, you're working so hard to build this person up. You're trying so hard to help and love a person that is only breaking you slowly, a person that is making you be only part of who you can be. Because you have to constantly be lying and telling them things in a way that it will not offend them. Because anything will offend them. Narcissists do not think very highly of themselves. They want you to think highly of them, but they have very low self-esteem. They don't like themselves while they're making you like them and love them. You will never feel good about yourself while you're still in this environment. And while journaling can help you keep everything in track, and keep the bad things top of mind to help you move on when the time comes. And it can help you feel good about yourself when you're writing things that will build you up. Journaling is only for you to keep things top of mind. It will help you be in a better place mentally and emotionally, but this is not a long-term fix. You can start journaling to keep the abuse in mind. You can start journaling to remember the good moments or the good things that have happened to you regardless of the bad moment that you're in your life right now. But journaling will not keep you feeling good about yourself if you're in an environment that they're always breaking you down. In a narcissistic relationship, there's no way you can win. The more you fight, the worse you feel. And as long as they're getting supply from you, they will not make it easy to leave because they want you to think that they're it and you're not. You will never feel good about yourself in a relationship with a narcissist because you'll never realize your potential until you get out of this relationship. While you're being with somebody who's toxic and somebody who's not loving to you, you will never be able to feel good about yourself. This person does not want you to feel good about yourself because it does not pertain to their plan. You need to understand that to feel good about yourself, You have to start taking care of yourself and you can start the process while you're in an abusive relationship for sure. And it will help a lot. It helped me when I was at the end of my relationship, when I found out that I had to leave, that this was not what was meant for me. And I realized how my son's attitude was changing. I started working on me and because I started working on me, that gave me the strength that I needed to leave. I started working out. I started eating healthy reading my Bible, hydrating myself, everything that I needed to do to feel healthy, to have the energy, the good mental health. I started doing all these things and it did make me feel good, but that's what got me to leap. I started loving myself, valuing myself, understanding myself and especially my children and everything that we had been going through to understand and realize that this was not the place where they needed to be. 
that this environment was toxic and it was definitely not the environment that they needed to be in. Because I also know as a mother and in the whole relationship, I was also a single mother because he was never there for anything with the kids. He never helped me in anything with the kids. So I was still a single mother. As a single mother, I understand that sometimes you stay in these types of relationships for your children. And I made a podcast about this a while ago. You don't stay for your children. You leave for your children. The excuse of staying because of the children. The excuse of staying because I don't want to break the family. If you think about it, these are thoughts they put into your head because they're going to make you feel guilty about leaving the relationship. The more that they can prey on that, the more they will keep you tied up. They will tell you things like you're breaking up the family. The kids deserve a father or mother if that were the case. They will make you believe everything that you need to believe to stay. But you need to be smarter than that. You need to have realized the lies that you're tangled up in, the toxicity of this relationship. So you can understand that everything that they're saying is total manipulation and gaslighting. They're playing with your perception of what is going on to make you to believe their story and not your story. To make you feel like if anything bad happens, it will be all your fault. Because right now, everything is perfect. And if you keep believing the lies and you keep letting them brainwash you in this way, there will come a time where you're going to see the truth and you're going to explode because you're going to understand everything that has been going on. And from then on, you have been manipulated into staying. You have been manipulated into feeling sorry for a person that has done nothing but break you down. And that is the moment where you're going to gain all of your strength, all of your money, all of your belongings, your children, and you will leave. The reason why I'm talking to you about this now is because I don't want you to get to that point. I don't want you to realize it and be fooled and realize it again and be fooled again. If you feel like you have been fooled before, this is your sign that you need to leave. You will never feel good about yourself if you stay in this relationship because you're not living in congruence with who you were meant to be. If you're thinking one way of yourself and you're living in another, that is not congruent. And you're not going to feel good about yourself when you're living a life that is not what you were meant to live. Your kids deserve better. Sometimes a missing parent is better than a toxic parent. I know to you, the single parent that will probably take these kids on, it will be harder. I have been doing it harder for over 23 years because when I decided to start in this relationship, I did not realize that instead of getting someone to help me, I was getting somebody to put more work on me. And not only were they putting more work on me because I not only had to take care of me and the kids, I had to take care of him and everything else because there was no way that this person was helping in their relationship with the kids, the house, or anything, especially not with me. You will never feel good about yourself if you stay next to a person that can't even stand themselves. And that is what a narcissist is. A narcissist in itself is evil-minded. They do not do anything unless it's for themselves. And you need to understand that now is the time that you need to become selfish and you need to start thinking about you and your kids and your surroundings and your new environments. You have to stop thinking about not breaking up the family like they say and realize that having a broken family is sometimes better than losing it all because you will lose yourself 
And when you lose yourself, your kids are going to lose themselves. Get your children out of these toxic relationships that are only going to either help them become the narcissist themselves as they're growing up or it's going to hurt them more. They are more like you than they are like them. It is time that you realize that you will never feel good about yourself while you're staying in these broken, toxic, poisonous relationships. Remember, facing small fears can lead to big changes. And the reason why I made this quote and I love saying it, it's because sometimes it's in the little things. Sometimes make taking one single step is all that you need. What can you do to help yourself along the way? I have a couple of ideas. Number one, like I have been saying before, start a journal. Start journaling about everything that is happening in your relationship so you can keep everything clear. How you felt, what happened, and when it happened. Write everything that you feel in the good moments and in the bad moments. But write things that will make you feel good, that will lift you up when you need that. Also, start working on yourself. Start working out. Start eating better. Start drinking enough water to hydrate your system. Start reading and learning not only about narcissistic relationships, but whatever else that you want to do in life. Get self-help books and you can start with the breakaway journal. It's going to help you understand the narcissistic relationship that you're coming out of and start working through it. You can get that at thebreakawayjournal.com. You can also start getting help. You can go to a psychologist, psychiatrist, therapist, or a coach like me and start working through what you're going through right now. Remember, emotional abuse is not always recognized as abuse, but it is abuse. And if you're working with somebody who makes you feel any less because you are not physically abused but emotionally abused, that is not the right person to be working with. Another thing that you can do is go no contact with the narcissist as soon as possible. That will start giving you a lot of peace to start. If you're trying to journal or if that's one of the options that you're trying to work in and you have no idea where to start, you can go to raquelcolina.com forward slash journal prompts. There you have 10 prompts to get you started in writing in your journal. And I will have another surprise next week for you. Go to raquelcolina.com forward slash connect if you're looking for ways to connect with me. And remember, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend or a loved one that might need this information. This way you will help me reach more people like you. Also, sign up for the email list at RaquelCalina.com forward slash email. Don't forget, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Thank you for being here with me today. Have a blessed week.